I have a question. Are you mowing in the dark? Welcome back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. I am your host, Aaron Sutter. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Good morning, guys. Welcome back. Thank you so much for listening. Today, I want to talk about the back end of the business, in particular, invoicing, how you do your billing. All right. But before we jump into that, head over to Apple iTunes, leave a rating and review there if you would. That would help out the podcast a lot. As you know, you don't hear any ads on this podcast. So help us by spreading the word, by leaving a rating and review. If you want to keep this podcast ad-free, because I'm telling you, the bigger podcasts, they have a lot of ads. I mean, I kind of get tired of the ads, guys. I'm not going to lie. I I realize they need to make money. I I get it. But... I also understand that ads are really annoying. You know, we watch Netflix now so that we don't have to see ads. People buy, you know, they pay for YouTube. Uh, what is it? The, the, the paid for version of YouTube because they don't want to see ads. And so if you guys want this podcast to grow and you don't want to hear ads, you're going to need to do your part and give us a rating and review or at least give us a star rating over on Spotify. All right. Another thing you could do is head over to the Lansing Lawn Service YouTube channel, watch one single video there all the way through, click that like button, and maybe do a little comment down below. That would help out a lot because that channel funds this podcast. So that would help out a lot. All right, let's jump into billing. How do you guys do your billing? For me, I have... Uh, I do mine a little different and, uh, you know, it, it's probably going to sound confusing to a lot of you. And it, I, I agree, it, it kind of is confusing, but let me explain. So let me go back in history. All right. So my second year in business or third, I think it was my third year in business. I had been billing that whole time after the work was done and I was still small time, very small time. In fact, I just purchased my first zero-turn mower, and what I was finding is that people would contact me. They'd want me to come out and do, they'd want me to service their property, and this was in downtown Lansing, so rough neighborhoods. Grass was always overgrown. Uh, They didn't clean up, they hadn't cleaned up leaves for at least two years, and they wanted me to do a, a spring cleanup. And so I'd do the cleanup and then bill bill after the work was done. And guess what? Guess what happened? You'll never guess. Yeah, you guessed it. They never paid. And you can go through all the rigmarole of trying to get them to pay. Phone calls, text messages, emails, nothing works. Um, You don't, with lawn care, because it is a lower dollar amount, for, for some of the services that we offer. Landscaping is a little different, but lawn care is completely different. So if it's like 300 bucks for a cleanup, I mean, you're not going to see that money again. I'm sorry, you're not. 
you might, I mean, you you could at least be, be reimbursed for some of the lawyer fees to, to sue the, the client that you had to get them to pay. But ultimately you're not going to see that money because it's going to cost you more in fees to pay a lawyer, to write up a, a letter, to send to these people, you know, threatening that you're going to sue. And then if they don't pay still, then you got to follow through with your threat because I'm big on following through. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And so it's going to cost you way more than that $300 to get that money back. And so you might as well just drop it and, and wash your hands of the whole situation and move on. And so I had done that several times that had happened to me several times and I was just super frustrated. So in year four, what I decided to do was I made, I switched everyone, all my existing clients, the ones I trusted and, and, and really liked most of them. I still have to this day, everyone was switched to prepay billing. So the way I do that is I bill one month in advance. They have 30 days to pay and I bill one month in advance. At the time I didn't have credit cards on file, uh, but they could pay by credit card. I was using Yardbook. That was my first year using Yardbook. And so they could pay by credit card, which was awesome. A lot of a lot of my clients like that. Over half of them use credit cards. Yes, I still take checks. I do not take cash. If you want to pay me in cash, I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not the neighborhood kid. You're not paying me in cash. I want a paper record, paper trail of of where that money came from. Now, shrub trimming, if you want to pay me in cash, that's fine. I'll take it, but I'd rather have a check. So um, that's just my thoughts on that. But um, yeah, I, uh, I I went to prepay billing a month in advance, and that worked out good. It still works good because I still do it. But it, it gets confusing for new for onboarding new clients, and it gets a little hairy. If the new client does not contact me before April or like before we start mowing service, it gets a little hairy because if they, let's say they contact me in the middle of May, which is a common occurrence, uh, they contact me in the middle of May to start mowing in the middle of May. Well, now they have to pay for what is going to be done in May, and they have to pay for what's going to be done in June. And... On June 1st, they're going to get an invoice for July. So it's a lot. It's a lot coming at um, the client. And I understand that it, it can be disconcerting. And, you know, I, I try to explain to clients that really have questions about it that um, I, I'm trusting you that you're going to pay me. And you're trusting me that I'm going to do the work. So... I can tell them that I have a track record of not missing service. If I miss service, I communicate. Um, and you can look at my Google reviews. You can look at all that type of stuff. Um, I wouldn't be in business for very long if I wasn't keeping my word and wasn't doing work that I was paid for. And so that kind of sets the client at ease a little bit with the prepay billing by the month. But I've started doing something with cards on file. And that is if a customer 
will sign up and put a card on file that I can charge at the on the first of every month. I will bill them after the work is done and charge the card on file uh, on the first of the next month. So that really puts them at ease. And because they're a little confused about the 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 advanced billing or whatever, um, they really want to go for that card on file. I mean, a lot of people today just don't want the headache of having to think about it anyway. So, which is fine with me. I'd love to have everyone on a card on file, but I have a lot of older retired people that just want to pay with checks. They pay on time. They're, they're like a machine. They just pay on time and it's fine. They, they have their set budget. You know, older people have money because they lived on a budget. Uh, so if you're not running your business on a budget, you really need to. But that's, that's beside the point. It's not what this is about. So my prepaid billing, like I was saying, kind of confuses people. So I've been getting a lot of people putting their cards on file because they want to avoid that confusion which is awesome. I, I would much rather go that route than, than do the prepay billing thing. And that's why I'm doing it that way because I will, I will do the prepay billing and you can pay by check or, or, or card, you know, but if you don't have a card on file that I can charge on the first of the month, then you're going to have to pay a month in advance. And people understand that, they get that, and they just, they flop their card on file. And that's awesome. It's been working so well. Um, I have, uh, I don't have half of my clients on on card on file, but uh, I'm going to be really rolling this out next year, next spring. Uh, when I send out my renewal, renewal letter, if they want to be, uh, you know, pay after the work is done. If they feel more comfortable with that, then they can put a card on file that I can charge on the first of every month. And we will just go like that and we'll be rocking and rolling because I love to get that money coming in on the first of the month. Now I also do something. I have 12 month contracts. Now this isn't for everyone. This is this people can select to do this. Let's say they're on a fixed income. You know, they're on social security or disability. They can't mow their lawn. They, they're on a fixed income. So I offer a 12 month contract that, that divides out all the services they want into one lump monthly payment for 12 months. And that works out for a lot of my clients too. And so I've got a lot of those as well. Some of those have cards on file. Some of them don't, but they all pay on, on time, which is really it's, it's really cool. Um, and that has worked out well for me for snow removal and things like that. I, I get it. Some guys say that it's, it, they just want mowing money and this is what it is and they want snow money and this is what it is. But for some people that are on a fixed income, um, you know, they would much rather have that one lump payment that they can pay the same amount every month all year round. And that's cool with me because that's money all year round for me. So, um, I really like that. So, like I said, I use Yardbook for my billing. Um, I use Yardbook for cards on file, but for accounting, uh, I use a program called wave apps and I've, 
I think I talked about this on the podcast before, but if not, I use I use a free accounting software called Wave Apps. I like it. Um, I've talked to my accountant about you know whether he thinks that I should switch to QuickBooks or whatever, and he's he just said you know no you don't need to. I mean you have everything here. Just do this and just we'll just keep going the way we're the way we're doing it. And so that's fine with me. I like that because QuickBooks, the price keeps going up. Wave apps is free. And um, so it saves on overhead and things like that. And I'd much rather save on overhead and and just cut out that monthly payment that I need. Now, I, I get it. Um, QuickBooks is supposed to be super nice to use. But I, I've gotten used to Wave apps. It took me a while. When I was new in business, I've used Wave apps since the beginning. And so it, I've just gotten used to it. Even they've made changes and things like that, but I, I just, I'm used to it and how it works. So I really like it. You guys can check that out, waveapps.com, and just check it out and see what, what you guys think. But that's how I do my billing, guys. I would really like to know how you do your billing. Let me know if you think the way that I'm doing my billing is crazy and that I should just move to cards on file completely. I mean, that's something that I want to do, but I also feel like some of my clients really are going to struggle to do that. They don't really want to do that. So um, let me know. Send me an email at lansinglawnservice.com or lansinglawnservice at gmail.com, or you can shoot me a, an instant message on Facebook. I'm not on Instagram, but you can shoot me a an instant message on on Facebook. Uh, I'm not on Facebook really, other than to advertise and to promote this podcast. Excuse me, <coughs> but um, you can send me an instant message. Message. I have the Messenger app on my phone, so um, go ahead and do that. I'd love to hear from you. Um, you know, I get messages every so often from people, and it's really awesome. So let's communicate. Let's. Let's uh, figure this thing out together and let's grow together, as Mike Gunn says over on the Lawn Care Community Podcast. I want to give a shout out to um, Cameron Duncan from the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. Um, he's just a super awesome guy. He reaches out to me every time, almost every time I put out a podcast. He's just super encouraging. And uh, I really, I just want to thank Duncan for that. Uh, go and check out his podcast, The Lawn Care Life in Missouri, or just The Lawn Care Life. Uh, it's a great podcast. Also, you can check out Tony Rudolph's podcast. Um, that is Lawn Care Talk. Um, also a great podcast. Um, there's another one I can't think of the name right now. But he's a great guy. I've been listening to a po his podcast, but I can't think of the name of the podcast. But anyway... Next time I'll think of it. But we're all in this um, LCBU, Lawn Care Brothers Unite Challenge, where we're podcasting as much as we can um, without losing our minds, uh, all the way to the GIE Expo. So as you can tell, I've been putting out more podcasts lately, trying to come up with ideas for new podcasts and things like that. And I would love to have you on the podcast uh, if you have something to say, if you have a story to share. Um, you can send me an instant message. Ugh, I always say message. Uh, you can send me an IM. Let's just say that you can send me an IM on Facebook messenger 
and uh, let me know that you want to be on the podcast. Uh, I have to figure out how to take phone calls, but once I do that, I would be more than happy to have you on as a guest, and we can talk about your business, your life, your family, um, anything you want to talk about. This podcast is free range, open. Um, I don't care what we talk about. We could even talk about politics. Now, I don't really like talking about politics, but we can talk about politics if you want. So, um, uh, you know, anything you want to talk about is fair game. Um, this podcast is an open book. So, guys, again, thanks for listening, and I will see you in the next episode. See ya! <laughs>